Aloha, I'm Marcia Sortino. Welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. To all our regular listeners, thank you for coming back. To all our new listeners, congratulations. You just discovered one of the most powerful talk radio shows there is. As we get ready for this class, I suggest you find something to take notes with. Every show is packed with all sorts of inspiring, insightful ideas, ahas, and breakthroughs. While you find some paper and a pen, I wonder, how many people do you know are paid to learn, then paid to teach what they learn? I'll put that another way. I'm both a student and a teacher of Pay Me What I'm Worth. By the time I complete my class as a student, the money I'm paid to teach Pay Me What I'm Worth will cover what I paid Seoul University, and then some. At the end of our class, I'll tell you how to become a paid student and teacher for this life-changing journey. It's time to meet my class. We decided to be collectively known as Team Seekers. Here they are. Hey everybody, Green Maze, and I am from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. This is David H. Paul from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Hello, Chris Peters, and I'm from Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Rick and I live in Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha, this is Cheryl from Hawaii. And finally, Aloha, Sol here, author of Pay Me What I'm Worth and Marsha's co-pilot on this journey. I hope we've given you enough time to grab a pad of paper and a pen to take notes. Our class starts now. We're now approaching the second leg of our journey. You've got a powerful question. What is it? What is your definition of receiving, and how does that relate to balance in your world? In the intro to Chapter 6, I love the quote, giving and receiving are the same thing. Mm-hmm. I really like that piqued my, my interest. I just sat with that notion. Giving and receiving are the same thing. Why is that? Oh, right, because it's all energy. All right, so if I'm giving this frequency, whatever I'm putting out as my frequency is what's coming back. It's it's a loop. So giving and receiving are the same thing. The balance of it, for me, the balance is acknowledging that. It's really internalizing it at a heart level consciously move through my day. Giving and receiving are the same thing. How do I want to feel? That's my feelings and my gauge. So if I'm feeling really great, what I'm giving is probably, is that a feeling really great frequency? I'll be going to get a little bit of that back. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Marsha, I have a thought on that. The very first time that we came on a call with you and Sol and a couple other people, I think Christina I know Christina was on that. Rick said at the end, we were closing out, he said something. He gave Christina a compliment. It makes me think of this exercise, the giving and receiving, because the thing that she said to him was, thank you for your compliment, and I accept it. So now, ever since then, we commented on it at the time, Rick and I did, and hashed over what that meant and everything. So I've been carrying that with me 
realizing more of the giving and receiving that goes on in even just a compliment. I guess I'm kind of judgmental because I go by how people act. I've learned so much from Marsha as far as what giving and receiving really is and as far as like coming from a heart space because she is able to give when I don't know how she does it. So I've learned that from her being consistent with me, talking to me, because we have an interaction, a class every week. Actually, Marsha enrolled in the class, paid for the class, and calls us every week. And we talk for like, I don't two know. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, okay. <laughs> now, at, now, at first you might think, okay, at the time that she enrolled in the class, we needed the $75, but we sort of felt bad because here's our teacher enrolling in our class, too. And then she's our only student and yeah. everything else. And so, now, a person that has that much perspective and that much view of everything is what's going on, I'm paying attention. I'm still learning a whole lot from Marsha, and I appreciate the acts of kindness that she does more than what the words that are written, she lives them. So, thank you, Marcia. Thank you so much, Rick and Cheryl. I'm going to piggyback on that. Soul had given us, he opened the doors. When I saw what he was offering each and every one of us, a chance to create a mini class, a chance to put money into our pocket. I just was, okay, I was thinking to myself, okay, I know this has got to be some method of madness to get us into a flow of giving and receiving. I just knew it. (laughs) Don't ask me why I thought that. The doors were all open. I was just standing back to see who was going to do what. I waited until... That class was supposed to start for Rick and Cheryl. I wanted to see, did anybody think anything of why that door was open? Because the first thing that came to my mind is, okay, here's Soul's method of madness. He's going to give us the chance to actually start a flow of giving and receiving, whether we take just one class of Rick's, because there were enough people, because there's 11 classes, right, in that. There were enough people, just even just one person taking one class that would have filled your whole class, that would have filled that whole payment for you. Even just one class, if I took one class, if Agnes took one class, if Kareem took one of the classes, and then each one of you had another class, and I went and took another one of your classes, we would have started that action of giving and receiving. You see, Rich, that's why I waited until your class was about to start. I didn't know if anybody had signed up for your class or anything. But then I decided, okay, it's time. I'm going to sign up. And so when you folks said, oh, no, 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 don't do that, Uh uh-uh, I wasn't going to let that happen because I decided I wanted to take that class and get you into that giving and receiving end of it. That's how the magic worked for me. I mean, honestly, I don't recall Soul 
actually offering that in Christina's class. Like at first, we couldn't figure it out. Why the hell would she sign up for our class? We couldn't figure it out at all. We're like scratching our heads. It took me a month of talking to you once a week for a couple hours to figure it out and realize exactly what you just said. Holy crap, we could all do that for each and every one of us, at least enroll in one class. But I didn't get it at first. I didn't get it, Marsha, until I spent like eight hours talking to you on the phone. And then listen to you say it again, how you put it right now. I get it. It took me a long time to get it. Cheryl probably got it right off. I don't know. <laughs> but I get it now. I get it. You know, I, I, I get it. <laughs> I looked at that and I said, okay, this is Phil's method of madness. He's going to get us into that flow of giving and receiving. Wow. How I don't know about that. that. I think it was Marsha's method of madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you just tapped into what his was and adapted it to what yours is. I don't know, but I don't even know if that's Soul's method of madness. Did you ever ask him? <laughs> I didn't ask Soul. It just came to me. It was like that was an aha moment for me. I yeah. was waiting to see who's going to catch on to that aha moment that I just had. Well, it took me a month to catch on aha, uh -huh, so probably <laughs> longer. <laughs> even. I'd probably give myself levity. It probably took me two months. Well, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Seoul University offers hundreds of free classes for all of us to use to earn an income. Yeah, I, bet you didn't I didn't know that. that. It's amazing. Yes, it's an amazing opportunity. I need get me one. Have you cool noticed speaking? I very rarely talk about what I do. I just <laughs> do it. Yes. Actions speak louder than words, man. Yeah. I can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about what I do, but until you see me do it, it's just talk. <laughs> Basically, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the more I receive, the more I can give. That's right. it. Makes sense. When someone does something for me and I didn't ask them to do it, and it turns out that it benefits me in a way that I had no idea that it was going to benefit me, do you think I might be interested in learning more about that person? <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Absolutely. And I'm starting When I do my research and I figure out who are you and what do you need, and then I create something for you that you can use... I have to let go of any expectation whether or not you'll use it. Otherwise, now we've gotten into that, what we talked about earlier, expectations and agreements. And that's why Chapter 6 is gearing us up for how to give more wisely. To me, receiving and giving is a cycle that everything goes through. In my own life, it's partially this course is spending time with my family and my girlfriend giving and receiving is everything I do essentially when I come on here I'm giving my presence I'm giving some knowledge I'm giving some of my feelings I'm giving some of my ideas and then in turn I'm receiving everybody else's and it's the same thing when I'm spending time with my family or my friends 
I'm spending time giving and receiving, just sharing wisdom, feelings, happiness, stories. It's part of everyday existence on this planet between everybody. Well put. David, you mentioned the quote at the beginning of the chapter six. There's another part of that quote that I'd be curious. What's the second part of that quote? I've come to believe that giving and receiving are really the same. Giving and receiving, not giving and taking. Wow. Does that touch any nerves for anybody? Has anyone felt taken? I'm going back to my timeline here. When I thought about the idea of giving and receiving and it being the exact same act, I looked at my timeline and I really had spent a lot of my life giving. But here's one thing that I did notice. The people that I was aligned with in my life, if they had the best intentions, then it seemed I had no chaos. I had no problems. But then I looked at another part of my timeline where I was giving, giving, giving. And it was the same act. In this giving act, I opened the doors to my home. The difference was the people that I brought in. In one of those acts where they really were aligned with me at that time. I was helping people that had to find a place to live. In the meanwhile, I opened the doors for them. They did not take advantage of me. Then I opened the doors to another group of people that completely took advantage of me. And boy, do I see the difference. When I opened the door to those people that had the best intentions, they needed help and I was there. That was a happy time for me in giving. I had no expectations of receiving. But what took place after that, from that, I believe what perpetuated was really an experience where I had a grand blessing out of it. And then I looked at the cycle where I gave to these people the wrong people. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. They had caused me to fall out of balance. I was being taken advantage of, and it caused me to fall out of balance myself. I got to a point where I did not trust after that. I had to teach my way back into trusting again. That was a great lesson. That was great to see it on my timeline, that it actually had to do with people that I aligned myself with. Wow. All I can say is I look at that and I have come to know wisdom from those experiences. Now I know why I am choosing to look for the right people. I mean, it's one thing to look for people, but it's completely different to align myself with people who have the same mindset, but also bring that synergy into my life. Then I can actually get into that flow of giving and receiving because it's an energy exchange that we have as well. Mm -hmm. Bingo. Do you recall at the beginning of our journey, I asked you to rank yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being hate it, 
10 being love it, rank yourself on overall your ability to receive and your ability to give. Do you remember that? Yes. Yep. I remember. You remember what your score was? No. <laughs> Cheryl has hers written down. Excellent. I remember. Receiving and giving? Yeah. Your ability to receive changed? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mine says three. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My receiving is three and my giving is nine. And Rick's receiving is five and his giving is nine. I don't know if he's changed. But, yeah, my receiving has definitely gone up. Do you understand why I took that baseline? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to ask at the end of the course and see how it's changed as a gauge. Well, it'll fluctuate. It can fluctuate day by day, I think. Well, it has to. You can't stay stuck in the same paradigm if you're getting personal development and you're you're doing it the right way. And I'm starting to really... Exactly, Chris. Every time I learn something new about myself, the scores for both have to be rescored because the way I was scoring myself was based on what I knew of myself at that time, right? Right, yes. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Devious, aren't I? We got to do the laugh now, soul. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. So as we shift our attention, Marcia, thank you for really focusing on how to draw a good close to our first leg. Our first leg takes longer, largely because until there's a, a reawakened awareness of who am I, what am I, what do I have, what do I want, what do I need, who is part of my life? Until I have answers to those questions, it's impossible to really look at how to give in a more healthy way. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. yeah. That makes sense. I'd like to add something to that, something that just hit my brain like a lightning bolt right now. If you don't... Okay. Let me see if I can move I statements. The right way. Yeah. I feel happy. I feel sad. I feel frustrated. There needs to be a, an emotion right after the word feel. Otherwise, use the word think. Okay. I think that in order for me to understand giving and receiving on a more a higher scale, if you will, I have to make sure that I'm being valued accordingly so that I know how to value others accordingly. Mm. Yep. That's what just hit me. And I feel great that I am finally able to interact with people who understand those concepts rather than people who don't. Like certain people that I still see from time to time. And it causes a lot of separation. I know that because of the journey I'm on, I don't want to feel like I'm worth anything less than what I truly am aspiring to by putting the hard work into that journey, into the process. 
it's insulting when I'm treated as less when I'm working so hard to be more. Especially around people who are around me a lot, they've noticed a lot of change. My mom's noticed changes. I've noticed changes. I could rant on for hours, but I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I believe in tithing. I went into my volunteer service, and I really believe that helped me a lot to actually understand that process of giving and receiving because it's all wrapped up in that right there for me. But then I took the part where I'm in business now, and I had to look at that whole aspect of it as well. But yeah, giving and receiving, it is a matter of getting into the flow of it. Whether I smile at you and give you that energy exchange of a smile or whether it's a transaction of finances, whatever that exchange is, it's energy. There's something magic between me and what the action is that giving or the receiving, there's something going on there, and it's an energy exchange. It's either going to be a good one or a bad one, too. (laughs) (laughs) I've completely changed my paradigm on receiving now, actually. People used to waste my time or ask me to do something, and I feel, oh, no, I can't ask anything in return for that. That would be so terrible to ask them when they're using my time to give me something. Recently, I've changed the whole switch around and said, if you ask for my time, if you need me to do something, whether it's technical, whether it's relationship-wise, whether it's teaching, anything, I'm making sure that my time is respected and that the people who have asked me to do this, have a good understanding of what I need in return from it. I don't mind saving the day, but I need something in return from it. And just the other day, when people would ask, can you make a website? Can you make a certain page? (laughs) Can you show up and help me clean out my apartment? And I would say yes, but I need this in return. As far as giving, I'm still working on giving myself, getting out of more of an intellectual paradigm and getting in a heart-based paradigm, which will come over time. I don't think I can just switch it off like that. So, Kareem, you're giving yourself that beautiful gift of perspective. Woof! Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you to pivot now. Our first leg of the journey about receiving. As you know, the work is not done. It will continue to blossom and grow, and there will be some weeds to pull from time to time. But as we start getting into the second half now, looking at how to give, we're starting off with an exercise that's designed to really do some scrubbing. All of Section 2, learning how to give more healthy, is a more philosophical bent. Section two is diving into your deeper pools of beliefs, of customs, of of, uh, traditions. So it's meant to start scrubbing. It's meant to start plucking and meant to start upending things, to give it a good look-see, give it a good review. And now I think, Marsha, it's an excellent time 
to explore, explore, explore. Because in this second half of the book, Marsha, if you let your analyzer run amok, what would have happened to you? Oh, if I let my analyzer run amok, I would really not be looking at myself or answering any of those questions. <laughs> would you have even I stayed with the class? I would not allow myself. Allow myself. I wouldn't allow myself to. Would you if even continue to, on with the class? Probably not, because that's mm-hmm. asking a lot. Because those concepts that we're going to be looking at, really, we're getting to the depth of the full-on cycle of relationship, business, how it all, the intricate workings of it. And I would have panicked, I think, if I had to do this on my own without a clear understanding or a clear guide of how to put this all together in my mind. The fact that I was willing to actually go into discussion and get perspectives from other people on the discussions that we had, that really helped me. I am so thankful. I am so appreciative that I did not flip out. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't flip out. (laughs) Because it's very deep when you have to take a look at all that. Well, for example, in Chapter 6, we're going to do a load of mental laundry. Marsha, as you think about that exercise of doing mental laundry and the steps that I put you through, if your analyzer was in full swing and the chaos committee was in control, mm-hmm. where would you be right now? Oh, still with some doubt, shame, guilt, and worry. Yeah. Because I think what happens with the analyzer is the analyzer only wants to go so far. Like, hey, I'll look at that person's crap, but don't ask me to look at my own crap. Uh Uh-uh, not going to do it. That's the analyzer. Easier to blame others than to look at your own stuff or your own part in things. And the explorer makes it so easy to actually just say, hey, I wonder what my part in this was. I'd like to explore that. If I can see my part in it without the doubt, guilt, shame, and worry, hmm, I'm really learning something about myself then. And that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. So can I get an affirmation that you all are going to remind your explorer it has the floor? Amen. (laughs) Amen. Hell yeah. Yes, sir, be Bob. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time to close this class. What did you get out of this show? We truly want to know. Simply post in the comment box at the bottom of this page. After hearing so many people experience so many ahas, I wonder, are you ready to take this class yourself? We start new classes each time we have 12 or more people ready to go. You're listening to Marcia Sortino, Team Seekers, Team Captain. Get in touch to learn how to become one of Pay Me What I'm Worth's paid instructors today. And remember, 
Before you go, think about who else would enjoy our classes. Post this show on your social networking sites to help more people enjoy some weekly wit and wisdom. Aloha.